0: Hare Krishna, everyone. Welcome back to the reading of Dialectic Spiritualism, a Vedic view on Western philosophy by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. And uh, presently, this book is published under the name Beyond Illusion and Doubt. We are Shravanam Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Sula Lita Devidesi. We are reading chapter number 11, entitled Karl Marx. Yesterday we stopped at such a brilliant point, or such a crucial point. Śrīla Prabhupāda said that the materialistic mentality means exploitation. Disciple said, then what is the solution? Śrīla Prabhupāda said, Krishna consciousness. Disciple, how is that? How's that? Śrīla Prabhupāda, just make Krishna the center and work for him. Then everyone will be satisfied. As it is stated in the Shrimad Bhagavatam 4.31.14 <inaudible> Pranopaharachayatendriyanam tathayvasarvarhanam achyutejya. If you simply pour water on the root of a tree, all the branches, twigs, leaves, and flowers will be nourished. Similarly, everyone can be satisfied simply by achyutejya. Achyuta means Krishna and Ija means worship so this is the formula for a classless society make krishna the center and do everything for him there are no classes in our international society for krishna consciousness now you are writing philosophy but if i want you to wash dishes you will do so immediately because you know that whatever you do you are working for krishna and for your spiritual master in the material wor- world in the material world different kinds of work have different values but in krishna consciousness everything is done on the absolute platform whether you wash dishes or write books or worship the deity, the value is the same because you are serving Krishna. That is a classless society. Actually, the perfect classless society is Vrindavan. In Vrindavan, some are cowherd boys, some are cows, some are trees, some are fathers, some are mothers. But the center is Krishna, and everyone is satisfied simply by loving him. When all people become Krishna conscious and understand how to love him, then there will be a classless society. Otherwise, it is not possible. Disciple, Marx defines communism as, quote, the common or public ownership of the means of production and the abolition of private property." In our International Society for Krishna Consciousness don't we have the same idea? We also say, nothing is mine. We also have abolished private property? Prabhupada. While the communist says, nothing is mine, he thinks everything belongs to the state. The state, however, is simply an extended mine. For example, if I am the head of a family, I might say I do not want anything for myself, but I want many things for my children. Mahatma Gandhi sacrificed so much to drive the English out of India was at the same time thinking I'm a very good man and I'm doing national work therefore this so called nationalism or so-called communism is simply extended selfishness the quality remains the same The real change occurs occurs when we say nothing belongs to me, everything belongs to God, Krishna. And therefore I should use everything in his service. This is factual abolition of private property. Disciple. Marx says that the capitalists are parasites living at the cost of the workers. But the communists are also living at the cost of the workers, the managers are drawing big salaries and the common workers are dissatisfied. Indeed, their godless society is becoming more and more troublesome. Unless everyone accepts God as the only enjoyer, And himself simply as servant, as his servant, there will always be conflict. In the broad sense, there is no difference between the communists and the capitalists because God is not accepted as the supreme enjoyer and proprietor in either system. Actually, no property belongs to either the communists or the capitalists everything belongs to god disciple marx condemns the capitalists for making a profit he says that profit making is exploitation and that the capitalists are unnecessarily for the production of commodities Profit-making may be wrong, but that exploitative tendency is always there, whether it is a communist or a capitalist system. In Bengal, it is said that during the winter season, the bed bugs cannot come out because of the severe cold, so they become dried up, being unable to suck any blood, but as soon as the summer season comes the bugs get the opportunity to come out so they immediately bite someone and suck his blood to their satisfaction. Our mentality in this material world is the same, to exploit others and become wealthy. Whether you are a communist in the winter season or a capitalist in the summer season, your tendency is to exploit others. Unless there is a change of heart, this exploitation will go on. Hmm. I once knew a mill worker who acquired some money. Then he became the proprietor of the mill and took advantage of his good fortune to become a capitalist. Henry Ford is another example. He was an errant boy, but he got the opportunity to become a capitalist. There are many such instances. So, to a greater or lesser degree, the propensity is always there in human nature to exploit others and become wealthy. Unless this mentality is changed, there is no point in changing from a capitalist to a communist society. Material life means that everyone is seeking some profit, some adoration and some position. By threats, this, the state can force people to curb this tendency, but for how long... but for how long, Can they change everyone's mind by force? No, it's not possible. Therefore Marx's proposition is nonsense. Mm. Changing anybody's mind by force. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't work in the long run for sure. Disciple. Marx thinks the minds of people can be changed by forced conditioning. Hmm. That is not possible. Even a child cannot be convinced by force. What to speak of a mature, educated man? We have the, we have the real process for changing people's minds. Chanting Hare Krishna Mantra. Chaito This process cleanses the heart of material desires. We have seen that people in Moscow are not happy. They are simply waiting for another revolution. We talked to one working class boy, working class boy, who was very unhappy. When a pot of rice has boiled, you can take one grain and press it between your fingers, and if it is soft, you can understand all the rice is cooked. Thus, we can understand the position of the Russian people from the sample of that boy. We could also get further ideas by talking with Professor Katovsky from the India Department of Moscow University. How foolish he was, Department of Moscow University. He said that after death everything is finished. If this is his knowledge, and if that young boy is a sample of the citizenry, then the situation in Russia is very bleak. They may theorize about so many things. but. We could not even purchase sufficient groceries in Moscow. Truth be told, there were no vegetables, fruits, or rice, and the milk was of poor quality. If that madrasi gentleman had not contributed some dal and rice, then practically speaking, we would have starved. The Russians' diet seemed to consist of only meat and liquor disciple the communists play upon this universal profit motive the worker who produces the most units at his factory is glorified by the state or receives a small bonus shalaprapad why should he get a bonus disciple to give him some incentive to work hard, just to satisfy his tendency to lord it over others and make a profit, his superiors bribe him. This Russian communist idea is very good, provided the citizens do not want any profit. But that is impossible, because everyone wants profit. The State cannot destroy this tendency either by law or by force. Disciple. The Communists try to centralize everything, money, transport, etc, in the hands of the state. Shila. But what benefit will there be in that? As soon as all the wealth is centralized, the members of the central government will appropriate it, just as Khrushchev did. These are all useless ideas as long as the tendency for exploitation is not reformed. The Russians have organized their country according to Marxist theories, yet all their leaders have turned out to be cheaters. Where is their program for reforming this cheating propensity? Disciple Their program is to first change the social condition and then they believe the corrupt mentality will change automatically. Shlapravapad Impossible Such repression will simply cause a reaction in the form of another revolution. Disciple Are you implying that the people's mentality must first be changed and then a change in the social structure will naturally follow? Yes. But the leaders will never be able to train all the people to think that everything belongs to the state. This idea is simply utopian nonsense. Disciple, Marx has another slogan: Quote, Human nature has no reality. Unquote. He says that man's nature changes through history according to material conditions. Srila Prabhupada, he does not know the real human nature. It is certainly true that everything in this cosmic creation or jagat. Is changing your body changes daily everything is changing just like waves in the ocean this is not a very advanced philosophy Marx's theory is also being changed it cannot last but man does have a fundamental nature that never changes his spiritual nature we are teaching people to come to the standard of acting according to their spiritual nature, which will never change. Acting spiritually means serving Krishna. If we try to serve Krishna now, we will continue to serve Krishna when we go to Vaikuntha, the spiritual world. Therefore, loving service to Lord Krishna is called Nitya or eternal. As Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita Nitya Yukta Upasate, my pure devotees perpetually worship me with devotion. The communists give up Krishna and replace him with the state. Then they expect to get people to think nothing in my favor, everything in favor of the state, but people will never accept this idea, it is impossible. Let the rascals try it. All they can do is simply force the people to work, as Stalin did. As soon as he found someone opposed to him, he immediately cut his throat. The same disease is still here today. So how will their program be successful? Hmm. We shall stop here for today. Tomorrow we shall continue with the discussion of the human nature, envy and other ideas of Karl Marx. Jai. So thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. Please check out our website, shravanamdiaries.com and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.